Hey, Boo. I'm Deanna. And I am Elvia. And we've been besties for over 15 years. That's right. And welcome to the Bestie Bestie Bone Bone Podcast, where we're going to be giving you guys all the tips and advice on the things we wish we would have learned when we were younger. From relationships, like living with your man, girl, I complain, complain about it all the time. She sure does. Or talking about that single life and getting your flirt on. Ooh, honey. You trying to find that guy to make your corazón go beady beady bomb bomb? Yeah! <laughs> that's good. But that's not all. We also are going to be discussing so many other topics like career highs and lows. To wellness because we all need a little namaste. Ooh, yes, queen. And we're going to be joined by some of our expert amigas to cover all these topics and provide you guys with some practical tips to live your best life. We sure will, girl. Please join us and be part of our amigahood. You don't want to miss us being our best and most blondie selves because we're so blondie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Please don't forget to subscribe and we can't wait to hear from you. everybody to the bestie bestie boom boom podcast we are so excited to have you here today we have a lovely lovely couple that i've been following for some time and they describe themselves as relationship mentors and i truly love that for them because they are that um i will give them the mic to introduce themselves um, so what, while you're introducing yourself, can you tell us a little bit about how your love story began? Um, growing up, were there any relationships or couples you encountered that made you aspire to have a love like theirs? And what about those relationships made you aspire to have that kind of love? Well, such a good question. And we are so excited to be here to answer them. Um, and let me just start off by saying my name is Hope. And, and I'm Kadero. <laughs> oh, that was smooth. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really liking this mic. I'm not going to lie. It wow. makes me want to be a DJ host. Okay. Well, let's you said I can be my authentic <laughs> self. I think I found it finally, Oh, guys. my gosh. Oh, it. my goodness. It's all yeah. the ego is it's, coming out. It's seeping out right now. It's sorry, weird. sorry. Let me yes. go back to what we're we'll talking. So, yeah. This is my beautiful <laughs> wife, Hope. I'm Kadero, also known as Everyday with H and K. I love the fact that you think we're relationship mentors. mentors. I, I appreciate that. We try. Well, I said I said that because I heard you say that during a live. Because oh, we're not experts. We ain't got. We don't have we a don't doctorate have degrees or degrees or in this. <laughs> I was a business major and like education. So yeah, we're yeah. not experts, but mentors is probably the best way. To, probably the best because nobody can sue us. <laughs> That's right. That. It's just our <laughs> opinions. Uh, but yeah, we love uh, that question that you asked as far as kind of like our growing love up story, love story and all Man. that stuff. It depends on who you asking on how this love story actually begins and how it processes because my story is well, the truth. I think for time purposes, <laughs> we'll go with my story because that is the truth. Um, but honestly, we've known of each other since middle school. I mean, yeah. way back, way back. Wow. Um, we had kind of the same circle of friends, so we knew of each other, but not necessarily like 
were hanging out with each other. Um, then kind of fast forward to Goodell's freshman year of high school. My sophomore year, we actually had theater class together. Mm-hmm. And that's where we officially met. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that happened after that, um, including a homecoming <laughs> a homecoming dance that we went to together. We started a dating. Stalker, a stalker was that involved. I got suspended from school because of this guy that liked her, and I <laughs> ended up getting in a fight with him. That was not my it was, problem. It was it, it was a whole my problem. mess. It truly is. It was in our case. It was love and football. I was a football player. She was a cheerleader, <laughs> and like it, it was that. And yeah. we continued like, and then we actually like broke up. So we dated we probably for like two months in high school. That's a long time in high school. Yeah, too, you know that way. high school love. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know we boyfriend girlfriend, and we break up because yeah. Hope wanted to date somebody else because Kadero wanted Kadero ladies. Don't let him stray all in one way. <laughs> Kadero wanted to date another female, another Anywho. cheerleader, actually, no. if I'm if I'm putting it out there. Um, but yeah, but that's neither here nor there. So then we move on. Um, and Kadero's junior year, my junior senior year, year yeah, uh, we had a girlfriend of mine and a guy friend of his wanted to get together. So we kind of orchestrated that, and through that orchestration, we started talking again. Just building that foundation building of Building that foundation again. again. Um, and then I just asked him to lunch one day. Like, I was bored. Oh, this was after, and this was this, after you graduated. Yeah, I had I graduated. I was in my senior year, going into my senior year that summer. Yep, I was bored. And so I just bored. wanted to go out to <laughs> eat with somebody. <laughs> so Kadero was mm-hmm. the only person I thought about. And uh, <laughs> we went and ate, and kind of the rest is history. Like, we just started dating again at that point, and... We did it all through all through Your my college. years. I went to I left. So we're originally from Richmond, Virginia. And then uh, I left and went to Bucknell University in Pennsylvania. And Hope was in work, like straight to work at the high school. So we did the long distance relationship for four years while I was in school. Yeah. And I proposed, though, my going into my senior year of college, like I kind of knew. And it was all she wrote. And then we got married. After uh, I graduated from college a month later, mm-hmm. gradu- uh, got married June 20th. We moved to Oklahoma June 26th. Yeah. So, so life hit really, us quick and really we, we got moving on this love journey. Like, very fast. Very fast. But, but I think it's interesting because like we knew at a young age um, that we wanted to get married early in life and we kind of we were kind of like you know why waste time if if we have somebody we know that we want to be with each other um even like the question asked as far as growing up were there any relationships like Kadero's parents for example have known each other since the second grade, second grade. so it's like yeah wow. crazy right and they got married my mom was 19 my dad was 20 yeah that's what I'm saying it's a family <laughs> tradition so like growing up like honestly it was just his parents, my parents, like it was just that love that we saw within, you know, both sides of the family. And we knew that it was something that we wanted to embark on. Like, I mean, our house was always filled with fun and love. And I knew at an early age, like that I wanted that. And if I had found it early, it's like kind of why wait, I guess. And I think at the end of the day, we also saw the ups and downs through it all. So I think that the biggest takeaway for me as a man was like never to give up. Cause like, although they've known, my parents known each other for so long, like I was there when they were going through the trials and to see them like 
push through it and and learn about themselves, learn about each other as a couple, and then be able to still get through it and make it. And they just celebrate. They celebrated 41 years in June. Like for me, that was like, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing to yeah. see that and see how they did not give up on each other. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh. Lord, there's so many things I've got to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how. Perspective. So if you hear us ask questions, just know, you know, we have, we're coming from sort of gotcha. two different angles, right? And it's interesting because probably our listeners are our yeah. mm-hmm. both, yeah. right? Some single, some not single. You guys are married. I'm not married, but I've been with my partner for a long time. So it's just like a good, nice little blend of, yeah. of a little yeah, bit absolutely. of everything, yeah. right? I What I wanted to just say is one, there's something so beautiful about young love because it doesn't, it's not tainted with all of the things that like, you go through, and I'm sure Elvia can speak to this in your 30s where you're like, nope, yes, he's mm. like this or mm-hmm. like that, right? And it's just like pure. You just yeah. like, like yeah. each other, right? And I, and I think it's dope that you guys sort of knew right off the bat that being young and you were like, okay, I know that I, like, I want to jump into this and get much more serious and like really commit mm-hmm. to this relationship, even though you were yeah. still growing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I always said, I was always against that when I was like younger. And I now think that if you find somebody, like if Elvia found somebody she loved and she wanted to get married in like three mm-hmm. months or whatever, it's mm-hmm. so fine. It's like, but if, if, if we were talking when we were, you know, 19, I would be right. Like, right. Sure, yeah. You know? Um, mm-hmm. And I just think it's great that you guys both committed to that. Cause I think it comes from both. If both mm-hmm. people are truly committed, then I think the long-term yeah. will work. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I, I just think that's that's great. I also wanted to unpack mm. long distance is something that I mm-hmm. personally talk about and I've gotten a lot of feedback on that and I absolutely know how difficult that is. And so maybe we can mm-hmm. get into that in a little bit. And the last <laughs> point I want to make here is I cannot believe you guys got married. I had a wedding. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you that thing. Uh, our wedding was nothing but a true blessing, blessing. from God because yeah. we probably spent a total of twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. On our entire wedding. Right. We oh had about God. probably one hundred and fifty okay. people there. So it looked if you were there, you would say, oh, wow, this is a nice a wedding wedding. Yeah. But. The money we spent, mm-hmm. like our photographer gifted us the the pictures, um, our DJ gifted us, our yeah. our caterer, like it was only like ten bucks a plate. And I mean, we ate, and we because ate. I mean, yeah. we had like macaroni, <laughs> and, like chicken, yeah, we went like, soul food style yeah. for our our, our meal. <laughs> yeah, but Yay! she was like, okay, normally I charge like fifty bucks yeah. a plate, which is like for you guys like ten dollars a plate, and we were like, what? Yeah. Like. I mean, things that were just unheard of. Hope's like dress, which was normally like, I think like 5K, it, it was little, 150 yeah, bucks or it something. Was just, I <laughs> mean, the blessings and favor wow. that we found, it was just unreal. Like, that's when you kind of know like, okay, God is behind us on this one. Yeah. Like the way yeah. that everything was just orchestrated, yeah. it played out so perfectly. Because yeah. yeah, as you know, we, we didn't have any money. We had no money. There. We had nothing. <laughs> and <laughs> no <laughs> money. No money. I, I don't even think I had yeah. it. <laughs> dollars to my bank account no money yeah and about twenty oh yeah let's we're still we can dive in i think that was somewhere some of the questions we can dive into that one yeah because we're still paying on some things 
I just thought it was so, that's so dope. Damn, you have one, some really damn good friends. I mean, step up our friendship. I know. I know. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) All right. Well, let's jump into the next question because I think this is good. And and, and again, we have Mm -hmm. lots to unpack, but let's take Mm -hmm. it, let's take it back. You know, let's take it all the way. Yes. Hey. Uh Hey. Come on. Uh huh. <laughs> I love it. Um, Grooving over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so we're gonna take it all the way back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the dating mm-hmm. stage of the relationship, which I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Oh, you know it. Absolutely. Yes. You know it. Is, right. Yes. Yes. She looking fine, fine right now. I mean, I'm not trying to hurt anybody over here. Mm. We ain't even. Right. I'm no, trying. I'm I know not not men are visual, so <laughs> come on. Oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that is so funny. I always say when people ask men what is their love language, they always are going to say, Ooh. You know what, though? That's my funny. love language is acts of service. Yeah, and mine is actually and touch. Hers is touch, <laughs> which I'm good with because he hey, loves touching I, it. I love touching. <laughs> so I get to do the act of it. Oh, gosh. I can't. <laughs> All right, so talking about the dating stage when you were probably talking it a lot and everybody was excited, mm-hmm. you know, um, I would love for us to sort of walk through, you know, what what foundations in, in communication do we really need to establish for like that healthy mm-hmm. relationship, really understanding each other, right? Because I'm, I'm assuming Hope, you had your goals, Kadero, mm-hmm. you had your goals. And you're sort of still trying to make sure you have time for each other and date each other and be excited mm-hmm. and support each other while still sort of yeah, figuring yourself right. out. Yeah, and I think that was so key for us just because we were so young. Like, right. we were 18, 17, 18. Like, we really had no clue who we are, were and yeah. trying to figure it all out. And so that's definitely something that changes, especially as you get over, older, like dating in your 30s or dating in your 20s totally look different than when we were dating mm-hmm. and uh, when we were teens um but one thing we are i think across the board kind of that foundation i think we always talk about being hot and that's being honest open and transparent yeah. and i think that has has to be the foundation to any relationship um the key to it though and i think sometimes when you talk about stages is there's that dating stage, but there's something I think comes before that. And that's the friendship stage, because I think we for us, it was cool because we had a friendship. That was when we were just kind of getting to know each other mm-hmm. um, and learning who that person was, maybe their values and what they cared about. But then when we started dating, that takes it up another notch, because when you date, we say you date intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are like, what's that? What does that mean to date intentionally? Like you should be dating someone with the intent of, okay, can I be with this person long term? Because now if you're dating casually, I'm a, I'm a fake the funk a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, yeah. if, I, if I know I got it, I have certain <laughs> intentions and I'm not looking to date this girl. I'm looking to, you know, most people trying to hit nowadays, hit and quit it. Sex is just one of those things is it doesn't matter. It has no emotion. People act like it doesn't, it, it doesn't mean anything. So we out here just casually dating, but if I'm dating to, and if I'm dating mm-hmm. intentionally, now I'm going in there with a plan of being open, honest, and transparent to me- make sure we vibe well. Mm-hmm. Where can this person be somebody I can be with for long term? Right. And I think like for 
like my perspective when you talk about Kadero, like the hot, the honest, open and transparent. Like for me, that is so key because one, I need to know that I can always, that you're always honest with me. And if you're always honest with me, then that makes me, you know, build that layer of trust with you. And I think that trust is so important too in a relationship. And when we talk about trust, it's like, okay, now we're going to a deeper level with each other. Like now we're connecting on a level where I can trust you and you can trust me. And if I feel like I can trust you with everything, then it's like that creates that vulnerability between us. And that creates just a intimacy that we're now establishing where, okay, if I can trust him in this situation, then later in life, then I feel like I can trust him with X, Y, and Z. So it's like building from that friendship stage and then to the intentional dating stage, like you're constantly laying those foundations of being honest and, and trusting each other, being vulnerable with each other. And that once you get that solid, it's like, okay, now it's you and them against the world. Like yeah. y'all can face yeah. like anything. Because what's going to happen is that connection and that intimacy and that emotional piece, that mm-hmm. vulnerability, that lasts, that can last longer. The physical piece, you know, when it comes to that, it's it's great in the beginning, but all right, let some stress factors, let some right. triggers start happening when you get in that long lasting relationship. And then all of a sudden the physical, physical piece is like, they don't start yeah, to look what so I'm good like, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't trying to, because I've lost the emotional yeah. piece. Right. So, and that's right. why, you know, when yeah. people talk mm-hmm. about sex, that's why it is such an emotional act because, there you can say I, I'm good without it because I have no emotion connection to that person. Mm. Yeah. Which I think is deep, man. So yeah, I think fair. you always gotta you gotta you gotta have yeah. that initial foundation of being honest and open and transparent and being able to just to create great dialogue and communication with somebody. Yeah. For sure. I think that that's such an awesome method and something that I think we need to preach yeah. more especially to like mm-hmm. younger you know people that's a lot of the art audience mm-hmm. that we target is like young um latinas and latinos mm-hmm. and underserved communities and i think that you think about mm-hmm. the physical maybe too much but but like you should really be in relationships to be open mm-hmm. honest yeah. and transparent mm-hmm. honest open and transparent um <clears throat> and i just love that method i want to ask how early on do you start that or would you guys recommend mm-hmm. right when you're first dating whether the albeit in the 20s or the 30s um when you're first trying to just like figure out like is this somebody yeah. mm-hmm. i even like right or i want to pursue then when i guess when you decide mm-hmm. okay this is is that when you say okay I, yeah i, mm-hmm. I want to date yeah i think that's friend. exactly right yeah. i think that first that's that first foundation is just the friendship just get to know them right who are you where are you from yeah what do you value mm-hmm. like Sur- almost that surface, surface level yeah. type stuff and just hanging out mm-hmm. is this person like can i hang out with you can i have yeah. fun with you right because that part <laughs> one thing hope and i we always have fun no yeah. matter what man yeah. we're gonna figure out how to way to have fun with each other and that's what we can always um, lean on too that we're gonna have fun mm-hmm. on what we do so if i'm just getting to know you are are you boring right, <laughs> or, right. Or, yeah or can i have fun can you can you keep my interest yeah and uh, we talked about that kind of like even on one of our videos like that surface first friendship type you shouldn't be asking well what's your credit you know what, yeah. what are your lifetime yeah. goals like that's where i think sometimes people they ask those tough questions in the beginning and which can like scare people off a little bit and it's like okay let's lay the foundation mm-hmm. first like mm-hmm. let's 
go a little slower. Like, you yeah. know, don't rush to just figure out, okay, yeah. is his credit score great so that I know I'm, you know, financially stable in the long run. Like, you know, that, that stuff can, will come eventually, yeah. but just focus in the beginning on building that friendship and laying that stronger foundation. And that has to come from within because what happens is we look at society and we yeah. see our microwaves excited at want it quick. We want it right now. Yep. So we move the process too fast sometimes. And we also look at our, our clock of our biological mm-hmm. clock and our age we are. And we're like, oh, I, I don't it's this ticking. age. It's ticking. I, I should have started I, a family yeah, at the age yeah. of 31. Like. So sometimes we, we, do, <laughs> yeah. we do that to ourselves and we put that pressure on ourselves. But when yeah. we put that pressure on ourselves, then sometimes we, we put on these red colored glasses. And when you put the red colored glasses, you forget you don't see the red flags that somebody's throwing up. Right. And so you maybe end up, you know blinded by, blinded certain, by things. certain things that yeah. you're like oh i can just deal with that when normally you value something that's way better than that but because you're worried about that pressure and you're like all right i'll just i'll just settle. give it some leniency i'll <laughs> settle, settle for that for yeah most of the time yeah and especially i'm interested in, on this perspective uh with you two yeah. because mm-hmm. you grew together um, uh, and we're learning these things about yourself yeah. as your relationship. So I think going. really, and how it helped us is the friendship part. And so how we talked about so even deep. with the, with the dating stages, when that friendship, if you're getting to know that person, I'm going to learn who you are and what you're about. So if me and you were dating, I'm, you're going to, we're going to talk about, oh yeah, I, you know, I love just kind of sitting by myself, reading a book, stuff like that. And so if I'm listening <laughs> Right. And that's going to be the keyword, key. Listen. <laughs> listening and understanding that person. Yeah. Um, I'm going to learn that about you. And I'm like, oh, she kind of likes to be, you know, to have those times or moments by herself. So I will never. And that's something you you say you value. I value that time by myself and or whatever it may be when you take those moments in that friendship, because like if it's with a, a female and y'all female and two females are hanging out saying, hey, you know, I'm just going to. Hey, girl, y'all go out. I'm going to hang out by myself. They're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, you go be. So it's the same with a, a, a male, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, y'all just, we're just friends right now. So we're right. in this friendship development where I'm just learning who you are. Now, as we get into that dating relationship, I now know that about you. So I don't have to say, um, well, oh, why are you, you treating me like this? So why you don't want to hang out? Well, you, you already knew that, from the knew that about right. me. Because if you were seeking to understand, you know, I like that time. Yeah. And I think that one thing that we think is key is communication. And that should never stop from friendship to intentionally dating to marriage. And the thing is, if because one thing that we always say, too, is people evolve and people change. Mm -hmm. So there may be times where now it's like. Well, now I value self time a little bit more than I valued when I was 22. So it's like if I communicate that with Kadero and I'm like, now let me let you know straight out the gate, you haven't done anything to me. This is like me personally. Like, I just feel like I want to, you know, spend 30 minutes and read. Well, that's a lie because I don't like to read. But like, if I want to, you know, if I want to just hang out, like, you rock, watch, watch a ratchet TV. Yeah, watch a ratchet episode or something, you know? <laughs> So it's like, if I just communicate that with him, like out of respect for me, I feel like Kader will be like, oh, cool. Like, and he wouldn't be offended because one, it's not like I'm just going by myself and doing my own thing without 
properly communicating that with him. So I right. think that communication as people grow and evolve is definitely necessary. That way your partner is always up to date on yeah. what's going on with you. Yeah. And I think the key thing Hope talks about is the respect piece. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I respect her and I respect what she she's working on, her goals, her values. I respect that. I respect her time alone. And the reason I respect that and I think what gets lost in relationships mm, now is going. selflessness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. become so selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we're, we're, we're natural selfish. We tend to ourselves. When we grow up, it's about us. We do what we need to do to survive. We do yep. what we do to achieve. Mm-hmm. We're going after our career. We're going after our goals. Mm-hmm. But now when you bring in another person, it's now a about sharing this and then they're still doing the same thing but now i'm it's got to be about serving that person yeah especially when you get into marriage and And this is like for for grown folks because this is is like after you know you've matured a little bit and you Mm -hmm. realize the true definition of love Mm -hmm. and what that means and how to display love properly sorry i cut you off but like it was just like i i feel that so strongly because it's (laughs) like that is the true definition and so many times people go into this thinking, oh, it's just unicorn and cake, you know, and it's just the easy walk in the park. But it's like when you get the true definition of love and you know that it's about serving one another, if each person is serving each other at the same level, then everybody's winning at the end of the day because Kadero's giving me what I need. I'm giving him what he needs and nobody's feeling a lack on either part. And where we tend to fall short is at some point somebody's going to get selfish yeah and so we always have to re kind of recalibrate our mind and say oh nope nope i'm not it's not about me it's about them Mm. um and it's about serving them and being selfless Mm -hmm. to make sure they are good and when Mm -hmm. both people are doing it you you make it magic happens there that's when magic happens is when you're both doing it it's the hard times Mm -hmm. it's, it's navigating when someone feels that the other person's not doing their part then how do we navigate that? And that's when that that effective communication comes along. Like you got to say, hey, this is what I need from you. Yeah. That's when you got to have self-assessment within your relationship and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then assumption comes in and, and you're or you or you feel like, well, if he or she's not doing it, I'm not going to do, do it either. It. And, and then, then nobody's talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing you know, everybody's doing their own thing. And then mm-hmm. we technically, quote unquote, grew apart. And it's like, did <laughs> yeah. we grow apart or did we just not communicate exactly. what we were needing from each exactly. other? Exactly. And if you're being that selfish when you're now mm-hmm. saying, like, I want to spend time alone. Oh, you never spend time with me. And then that person does it. So it's got to a point where I'm compromising so much where I lose myself. If you got to ask that question, am I losing mm-hmm. myself? You probably have. You, you already have. <laughs> You've done it. Yeah. You've already have. So that's, and then <laughs> at this point, it's no longer compromising. Yeah. It's now manipulation on them. And is, so now yeah. somebody is manipulating you to say, oh, I feel this way about why you don't spend time. Well, you already knew I liked the time alone but you're not respecting that and you're not being selfless Mm -hmm. and allowing me to have that and now you're just manipulating me making me feel guilty so that we're it's about balance because what we don't want people to walk away with is like well i want two hours to myself 24 7 and it's like then the person like well hold on like we're not saying that but it's all about balance like you know just communicate that Mm -hmm. and Figure out what works for your relationship where both people will end up being happy. And when both people are happy, nobody's losing. Right. Because there's no actual br- blueprint for this thing. Everybody's yeah. relationship is so different yeah. depending on where they're at. So 
this is just our tips from how it works for us. Mm -hmm. But like, we think it's key points when you're talking about selflessness, mm -hmm. like that has, that should work across every board about being selfless and being willing to serve your partner. Yeah. I think we answered that way too long. But <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> We've talked a lot about communication, mm -hmm. the need to communicate exactly what you need. And this is a favorite topic. <laughs> love languages. Love languages. <laughs> I would love to know, not just how do you think the love languages play a role in your relationship, I would love for you guys to talk about if your love languages changed when you were younger and you were dating. Mm, yeah, that's a good question. Where you're at now. I think for me, it's been the same. Like, uh, yeah, it's been the same. But ironically, like mine changed even when we're married. Like I flip back and forth. Yeah. So it's been interesting because Kadero, but Kadero's know, he knows when they're flipping because mm -hmm. <laughs> generally it's like physical touch. So I always love him touching on me, all that other great stuff. But then like with his work, when that comes around, because he works in college athletics and football seasons here. And it's like, you know, at that point it switches to quality time because he is away and it's like, okay, anytime that he comes home, I want him all to myself. I don't want to share him with anybody because literally he's working like 13, 14 hours a day or something like that mm -hmm. close to it. So it's like, by the time he comes home, it's like, I know we only have an hour with each other before you're ready to hit the bed. So it's like, what can we do in that hour? Like, give me all of your time, all of your attention. And by quality time, it's not just sitting there like, okay, put your phone away. Like, I want it to be an intimate moment between you and I. So I think the ironic thing is like, he knows my love mm -hmm. language ultimately is physical, physical touch. But it's like now in this season, he knows that it switches yeah. to quality time. Yeah, I think like you, what you mentioned it is so important because what love languages are is as simple as I feel most loved when you da da da. Right. And so it's so important to know that about it because people feel loved in different ways mm -hmm. and you have to know what to do um, so that you're not just you're not going through a relationship and you, somebody's feeling unloved because we haven't talked about what the way I feel love. So for hope it's for, it is physical touch. So if we never talked about it and cause of, and cause of my schedule and how I work and I go through it so long and I don't even touch her and I'm not even you know, doing anything for that. She will go through her day thinking, wow, he does not love me. Or why hasn't he or been touched he on me lately? Like what's me? going like, on? Then what's going screaming. on? Yeah. <laughs> then you, your mind start rolling. You're meditating yeah. on the wrong things and it could yeah. be nothing. It could be nothing happening, but you aren't showing those that person the way they need to feel loved. Mm -hmm. um, and so for us, I, I think we always like have assessments every probably every two, three months to say, yeah. OK, say where quarterly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say, OK, yeah. where are we at with with like our love <laughs> language? I think you always have to kind of check it. And for yeah. us, when we were younger, probably definitely I was not thinking about acts of service. Yeah. I was probably more of a uh, words of affirmation. I'm as a man, I'm growing, trying to learn who I am. I needed my my woman to boost me up, to give me those words, to talk talk that into me. Where now it's in me that I know who I am. I know I'm I'm confident in who I am. So I don't need that physical mm -hmm. that word of affirmation for a love language. But her doing things for me, her taking care of the home, like those things. When I, I feel love, okay, she cares enough to say, babe, you don't have to worry about that. That's taken care of. 
Um, so it's always just kind of communicating um, yeah. to make sure you're on the same page. And being able to, uh, you talked about a little bit, being to go into that person's world because mm -hmm. our love languages are different. Right. So you have to be, again, selfless mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to live in that world. And even though I don't, I don't get loved by that, I, she does, and I'm willing to do that. Because for her. let me tell you, I don't like cleaning the house like that. You know, I don't like loading the dishwasher, doing dishes, cleaning the bathrooms, like all that stuff. And don't get me wrong. Like Kadero, he will definitely help out and do his part around the house, which I am so grateful for. But sometimes it's like I have to give myself a pep talk because I don't want to put the dishes away or I don't want to load the dishwasher or whatever. So it's like, but if I know that that is the way that Kadero feels most love and it's like I want to show him that I do love him. Like, I'm going to suck up my feelings in that moment. And it's like, okay, what can I do to make him happy? And that, once again, goes back to the selflessness. So it's like, even though it can be hard, like diving into that person's love language and trying to show them that you love them, it, it's you, you just got to do it sometimes, mm -hmm. for sure. But the other person also has to give you grace, which Kadero gives me a lot of grace mm -hmm. when, you know, it hasn't been put away. Or <laughs> that's, a, that's definitely a word that... Every relationship has to have its grace. grace. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need more of that for sure. <laughs> That's what I'm well, saying. I don't, I don't know who likes to clean. I mean, I, I'm going to say this. I mm. prefer cleaning over cooking. Like, I just like uh -huh. to cook. That's my partner does better in that area. And yeah. I don't mind saying, like, if you're going to cook dinner, I'll clean the dinner. I know. But I'm not like. There are those people. To clean. Right. And there's those people. And I'm like, God bless them. But that's not my ministry. Like, like oh, I mean, I, I don't like it. If I could hire somebody right now, I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl, me too. Oh, I'm trying man. to, actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like for some people, I think why they like it is because it helps mm -hmm. them deal with uh, anxiety. And it's yeah. like having some sort of order. Yeah. I feel like that's the way yeah. I've used cleaning. I don't love to clean, but that's the way I've used yeah. cleaning. I'm like, okay, now my space is clean. Now I can think I'm and like focus that. on Yeah, he is. He just doesn't do I'm the doing. cleaning part of it. Like, and, he likes it like yeah. that. You like it like that, but... I mean, you okay. You halfway oh, do. Okay, wow. we're like halfway, halfway. Uh oh. But the funny thing is, like, I don't uh -oh. like to clean, but I like a clean house. So I guess we're kind of the same in that because I am very particular with like where yeah. stuff goes around the house or like how it right, looks, so, like right. people come over and all that stuff. But I don't know. We 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 still got to figure that out. <laughs> I think we're all. Yeah, we're all a little bit like that, you know. It's like you know when that yeah yeah when you walk yeah, into a hotel, yeah. It smells great clean and nice and folded, and it's like yeah, you want to have that sure. same feeling yeah. in your house. Agreed. Like everybody wants that. So okay. Anyways, um, so what would your best advice be for couples who are working, going mm. through differences and disagreements? Uh, give us on some tips on how you would navigate these conversations. And I think also for people who maybe have a hard time, um, you mm, know, bringing mm, up mm. 
conflict in a relationship oh, gotcha. who maybe avoid yeah. conflict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I could be that way. Um, so, like, how would you navigate these conversations and how would you bring <laughs> something up when you don't want to, you know? Ooh, yeah. When, That's when funny. I, I'm kind of like that. I do not, like, I try to avoid conflict <laughs> yeah. at all costs. Like, I just, I, I'm just going to give away. But I've learned I have to put on my, my big boy draws and <laughs> talk this thing out and I mean, that's the yeah. that's the key thing is kind of talking it out mm-hmm. um and when you're talking one thing I we always mm-hmm. talk about and we've learned I think as we grew and longer we were married when it comes to disagreements and differences let's make sure we know it's me and her versus the issue and not me versus her yeah. Because sometimes we, we go into, all right, I'm going to win this thing. Yeah. Like, here we go. All right. Yeah. There's a difference, and I'm going I'm to come out winning. Like, there should not, we're not looking for a winner or a loser. We're, if anything, we should be winning together. And that mm-hmm. issue is the thing that's losing because it's going to be, we're going to solve the issue. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. But then when we start actually talking, mm-hmm. we need to, and what we tend to not do a lot of times is seek to listen. And understand that person where it's coming from. We're we, ready to clap back. We ready to clap back. Yeah. While they're talking, it's like we're it's like we're in a debate. Like, yeah. let's not do this. Like we're at the, a presidential debate. While they're talking, I'm sitting in my mind. I'm thinking about it. Everything I'm going to say back. Right. Not even. And you not have not heard listening. a word that other person has said. Right. And it just allows it, it gets nothing done because now you missed it. And if you're listening, you may find the root of the issue. Yeah, because there's a root to everything. everything. There's something. There is something why that person feels that way. Something's driving it. Yeah. yeah, something is driving it. And because you weren't listening, you weren't able to even find that point in that conversation because you all you think about is, oh, how am I going to say this back? Yeah, yeah. And I think definitely too, like even when you're having disagreements, I know for Gadarel and I, we definitely come up with those rules of engagement. So like we set our rules as far as argument well disagreements and so it's more so like okay when are we going to have this conversation because sometimes (laughs) the place isn't right Mm -hmm. sometimes the timing isn't right like we're not going to have an argument in front of his parents Mm -hmm. or our friends or you know we don't we don't believe in that we if we have an issue with each other we settle it together and alone (laughs) like we don't bring anybody else in so it's kind of like okay when are we going to have the conversation where are we going to have the conversation are we in the right headspace to actually have this conversation right now? Are you hungry? Are you hot? Like, are you, you know, like where are you at mentally right now? Because I mean, honestly, like if a person mentally isn't ready to bring their best selves to an argument, then it's like, you're not going to get anywhere. So making sure that everybody, I mean, because there's many times where, you know, over our marriage, Kadero can come home at like nine, 10 o'clock at night from work. And it's like, if I even tried to have an argument, nothing's going to get accomplished because at this point he's worked 13 hours a day. You know, he's not in the right headspace to have that conversation. So, you know, thinking of those, whatever those rules are for you, we have no name calling, no hitting below the belt, like none of that stuff. Not bringing up the past. Not bringing up the past. Exactly. So setting those boundaries for your arguments can allow Mm -hmm. you to more so focus on the issue than allowing your emotions to lead that conversation because when that happens it's destruction so it's like nobody's winning at that point if your emotions are leading the conversation and i think lastly you just come out of love and respect yeah you always got to keep it 
keep stay respectful in everything you do mm-hmm. like there should be no disrespect in a mm-hmm. dis in a in an argument or a disagreement um and do it out of love like that's the key when you're talking about trying to mm-hmm. you know avoid it you can say something and say it out of pure love um yeah. just hey this is how i'm feeling um a lot of times we say you put it on yourself. I feel this way instead of you, you do, do this, this or you yeah. do that or you always and you never. You never. Those yep. those are some trigger words that cause a person to get very defensive very quickly. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to talk it in a way where it's out of love, hey, I feel this way about mm-hmm. such and such, then it comes off totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, tone, body mm-hmm. language, all those mm-hmm. type of things and a mm-hmm. disagreement is so key to making sure we are able to actually talk this thing out instead of turn it into a uh, world war three. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. We're going to make it to, I'm going to change. Oh, fire. Oh, fire. So I actually uh, asked uh, the followers on our uh, Instagram to ask us questions around relationships. So I figured this was a great opportunity for me just to, you can have, I can have okay. you answer, both of you answer up to you, but it should be like a quick fire round. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a couple of questions because I want to make sure I get their questions in. So we will skip what you see in the final round. We'll do this fire round and Sounds then we'll wrap great. it up with uh, how people can connect and follow with you. Sounds good. Ooh. All right, cool. So question number one is around money. How do you talk to your partner about Ooh. money, especially when they have opposite That's money good. Uh, do you want to take it? Yeah, um, I would say <laughs> at the end of the day, it's going back to kind of what we talked about and the differences. Um, listening to that person and, and seeking to understand and then at that point trying to come to a compromise because there's – we. Most time we mirror what we've seen, what we've grown up on. Somebody that's probably come from not a lot may they're gonna they handle money differently than somebody who's maybe grew up and they had a lot of money or their goals are for money. I want to save it where I want to spend it. So it's all about talking talking together, mm-hmm. um, and then deciding coming together and deciding okay what is best for our family, our relationship, whatever we have going on, um. At the end of the day, you probably have common goals that you want in your own relationship. So how can we reach that goal by doing these money things? Somebody who likes to spend, all right, babe, do you like to go? You want to go on vacation? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Okay, so we need to to talk about saving so that we can <laughs> right. go on that vacation. Yeah. So coming up with different ways and talking um, to say, okay, this is how I'm going I'm to do my part. This is where you can do your part. And then we have this common goal that we're going after. <laughs> oh yes i love that all right mm. question number two is around long distance um what tips do you have on keeping a relationship exciting Ooh. when you spend i would say honestly thank god for technology because <laughs> when we were dating long distance we didn't have facetime <laughs> and all of that stuff um but i would honestly say use technology. Like I know there's different apps where you can play games with each other. Like y'all can go on virtual zoom dates. Like there's ways that we can incorporate the technology that we've been blessed with to like make that work in our favor. Um, So, I mean, I would honestly, Google is our friend, like Google virtual ways that we can like just hang out. We can do zoom dates. We can play games with one another virtually. Like 
I don't know. Do you it have it makes else? you be creative. When yeah, you're, very when you're, creative. When you're, you're had that long distance relationship, and so now it's time to open up that mind and think yeah. about ways you can be have fun with one another through your phone, through your apps, whatever it yeah. may be. Yeah, or even get like old school, mail a letter, like write a letter. Ooh. I mean, seriously, like Kadirl used to. Well. <laughs> Um, okay, last question, and I think this is a good question, and it's a tough question. What happens when you and your partner are, are on opposite um, sectors of marriage and kids? So somebody Ooh. wants to get married, but the other wow. time, somebody wants to have kids. and the other You know, it's, it's hard because I would – I mean, they're <laughs> probably going to be mad at me for saying this, but I would even go to thinking, is that the person – for you. for you. I mean, because honestly, yeah. you have to look at mm-hmm. what you want, what they want. And if there is mm-hmm. no common mm-hmm. ground, somebody's going to be unhappy at the end of the day. Right. And it's like then that can cause um, someone to start. Uh, what's the word? Um, resentment. resentment, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that can once that kind of starts in a marriage, it's really kind of, <laughs> to be honest, mm-hmm. downhill from there. So it's like I think it is um key that if you're looking for something and that person is not willing to compromise at all, you kind of have to do a self-evaluation of, okay, then what are we doing? Like, are we wasting each other's time at the end of the day? And that's yeah. just brutal honesty. Like, are we wasting each other's time? Because I want kids. And if they are like a hard up, no, that's never going to happen. Then you have to either one be willing to just be unhappy in that area or you have to choose the hard decision to maybe move on to someone that kind of lines up with what you're wanting out of life do you have anything to add or it's yeah, that that's one, a slippery that slope like that yeah and i think that's that one's mm-hmm. key when you talk about dating intentionally because we need to have yeah. the, when we now exclusive and now we've been together for a little and now it's time to have those conversations right um and what we have to remember is love is a risk yeah. Falling in love is a risk and we have to be ready for it when it time comes um, for conversations like that where it could possibly end. Because if mm-hmm. now we're talking, I want to be married and that person saying, nah, I'm good. I just, you know, we can just mm-hmm. live together. Then if I don't want that, then somebody out there does. Mm-hmm. Um but if you're both good with, no, we can do this thing the way we're doing it, fine. That's, mm-hmm. that's to each its own right. when it comes to that. When it comes to I want to have kids, that one's also tough because maybe I don't want it now, but maybe in the future I will. Mm-hmm. So you got to be willing to kind of take a leap of faith to say, okay, well, hopefully in, in, as time goes by. And, and are you will. okay with that you if okay their mind that? doesn't change? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are definitely one tough ones. But I think a lot of yeah. that's when prayer and stuff comes in. And and you got to really take that self-evaluation to say, what do I want? Mm-hmm. And am I willing to sacrifice that for a person or am I willing to move on? Yeah, that that is a great, great. Mm. Those are great <laughs> responses because absolutely, I agree. I don't even have anything yeah. else to say. I wanted, to, I want to say that like <laughs> yeah. it's very value based, right? Like if I value marriage and I value kids, and right. You're right, like as soon as we get serious, right. exactly. like, you know that yeah. I value. And right. if your values are not aligned with mine, I don't know how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I never wanted to have kids or get married. I wanted to be Oprah and Stedman. Okay, I got I got my Stedman. Yeah, and I just yeah. When I get people who are like, "Why are you gonna get married? Why are you gonna have kids?" It's like I don't want to. Yeah, and 
but it's not like if it if it happened yeah yeah be against it but it's like right i've been okay with this you know yeah right and like let me be but this is different it's like outside pressure i'm not talking about in my relationship but and that's the bottom line if both people are in agreement then whatever works for each person that's nobody else's business nobody they don't they don't (laughs) they're not living in the walls you live in so (laughs) exactly 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 yeah yeah and I and I love the part yes. where you said that love is a risk. Like I need to mm-hmm. learn that mm-hmm. because I am not. I am so mm-hmm. too cautious, and mm-hmm. and I and I'm afraid to like take certain steps because mm-hmm. maybe I'm gonna mm-hmm. find out yeah. that person is not on the same mm-hmm. path as yeah. I am. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important to have those different steps when you talk about brain. friendship than dating. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, because you can learn, you know, you'll learn that. I was gonna say, like, we we didn't answer the question from the final round. Like, for me, women intuition would what I, what I told my twenty year old self is women intuition is real. <laughs> like, Very. ladies have that. God get God this gave women saying. this extra mm, for something, <laughs> yeah. and tell and them. it's real. Tell and them. something's as that, like, they know when <laughs> something's off, and like mm-hmm. you have to be willing to put the, yourself out there but when you if you take the time to say be a friend with someone and you start to learn them yeah. you'll see the red flags you'll get that on they're like uh okay never mind you're, yeah. you're just not i don't want to even take it to the next level of, with you but don't be afraid to take but that don't step be afraid to take at all step. yeah yeah it is mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah it's part of relationships and <laughs> I have one last question. Sorry. This is my own personal question. Oh, no. Come on. Yeah. I'm sure I could DM you guys. But since I have you, mm-hmm. um, I would love to know this. How do you guys feel about when someone is in a relationship, Ooh. goes to a friend to ask advice who isn't married? I don't know. I once heard a priest, I think, uh, say, or a preacher say, you who it was somebody getting married mm. don't ever take advice from your single you wanna... friends when you are a married couple yeah right to go yeah. to like advice right. about you know kids when you don't have any kids or advice about something that you just have never encountered and i feel like a lot of times outside people have so much to say but you're like wait I, this happened to me with yeah. years ago, <laughs> I, was trying to my relationship. I was like wait a minute yeah um work. i would Get say this is you know, this is just me personally. I feel like this is when my relationship with God matters so much because there's many times where I pray for discernment and where I get the feeling of mm, maybe I need to be guarded with this person, not really receive advice from them. Um, you know, and it's kind of one of those things that I don't ever say, like, I can never learn anything from somebody that has never walked this walk, because sometimes God placed people in your life that may not have experienced things, but they have like this maybe wisdom, that's, wisdom just... that's just somehow was given to them. Um, so you never want to cut off a person where you're not able mm-hmm. to just hear from them. But you mm-hmm. also have to have that discernment to know, okay, this is good advice. I'm going to take it or hmm, I'm going to move on from what they're thinking. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, you just kind of have to be open in a way that. Yeah. And I think it's even what the yeah. question is when it comes to that, especially yeah. for females, like or for any men too, like, what a, what is the question of the marriage we're talking about? 
because if it's certain thing that it's really dealing with the marriage, the relationship of back and forth with those two people, asking somebody that's single, that's never done it, that doesn't know what it means to be selfless, mm-hmm. they're just going to give a selfish answer. Yeah. Because all they know is, oh, well, it's about you, bro. Like, like, dude, don't be worried yeah. about her. Like, it's about right. you. Right. Well, you don't have no clue. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I think I think that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. When you hear people say, like, <laughs> as a married couple, don't don't take advice from your, your single folks, especially when it comes to that. Now, if it's something depending on what the question is, maybe they know they have an idea about it. Then though, that's why I think what Hope talks about that sermon learning. OK discerning what the question is what could they have they, learned what could they have learned if you know in their them? childhood growing up yeah. or seeing their parents or like what wisdom you know did they learn from other mentors so it's kind of like you never want to completely mm-hmm. shut that down like i could never take advice from anybody that hasn't experienced it mm-hmm. because maybe they have seen things in their life that they can contribute to yeah. your situation that's but. like when people are like oh I, I ain't gonna listen y'all been married for 44 years i'm not gonna listen to y'all y'all been married for 11 years but then when we could talk to something about something as simple as um, uh, I can say, oh, yeah. well, you know, I dance with my wife every day. Yeah. Um, we slow dance every day just to, you know, reconnect, reconnect yeah. get the day off of us. And they and their wife is like, really? well, I wish you would do that. I wish with he me. would do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, remember, he said he didn't need to take advice from the, us right. because we only been married this long and y'all been married <laughs> that long. But something as simple as a slow dance. His wife would absolutely love because they mm-hmm. she needs she needs that reconnection with him. Right. So that's why you can't ever just say never. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We could all learn something from somebody. So. Yeah. So, um, you know, this has been such an amazing. Oh, thank you for having us. Having us. I'm so excited, excited that you guys came on the podcast. It... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we're on every social media platform you can probably think of. So Instagram, we're at Every Day with HK. Um, we're also on Facebook, YouTube. Um, Twitter, you guys TikTok. can follow TikTok. <laughs> we're we're on all those. Usually, yeah. it's every day with H and K. Um, and then we got some we got some fun things coming out very soon here. So we look forward to um, putting that out there um, yeah. to the to the to, to the, the world masses. to the masses. <laughs> Folks who follow us, we call them H and K Nation. That's right. So yes, yeah. yeah. Follow them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's dope. I like that H and K Nation. Yes, follow them for the uh, videos on Instagram. I die all the damn. <laughs> you, you can really tell. Y'all oh, that's awesome. okay? We appreciate it. So we appreciate it. It. It, it, is, it is there. I love it. Well, thank you guys so, so much again for coming on. This has been fantastic. So insightful. I know our listeners are really going to get so much value awesome. out of really understanding, you know, all things relationship. Um, So until next time, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, review, share. um, And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Instagram, we're at Every Day with HK. Um, We're also on Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter. You guys can follow TikTok. (laughs) We're we're on all those. Usually it's Every Day with HK. And then we got some 
we've got some fun things coming out very soon here. So we look forward to um, putting that out there um, yeah. to the to the to, to the, the world masses. to the masses. <laughs> Folks who follow us, we call them H and K Nation. That's right. So yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. Follow them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's dope. I like that. H and K Nation. Yes, follow them for their uh, videos on Instagram. I die all the dancing. The you, you, you can really tell. Y'all oh, that's awesome. okay? We appreciate so it. We appreciate it. It. It, is, it is there. I love it. Well, thank you guys so, so much again for coming on. This has been fantastic. So insightful. I know our listeners are really going to get so much value out of really understanding, you know, all things relationship. Um, So until next time, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, review, share. um, And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Cause there's a possibility that you look at me differently, love Ever since the first moment I spoke your name From then on I knew that by you being in my life Things were destined to change cause love Many people use your name in vain. Love. Those who have faith in you sometimes go astray. I know you Longing for your kiss For, for your kiss, touch For your feel for your, your essence Many nights I've cried from the things you do Felt like I could die from the thought of losing you I know that you're real With no doubts and no fears and no hope